Welcome to the Thriving Women in STEM podcast. We're your hosts, Dr. Ursula Lang and Dr. Brianne Daniels. Our mission is to support, nurture, and re-inspire STEM professional women to reclaim their lives and flourish. And the way we do this is through community building, shared experiences, and coaching tools. Let's do this. Welcome, women in STEM fields. Hello, ladies. We're back. Welcome to our third podcast of the month on transitions. So the topic of the podcast today is actually letting go. And actually, my beautiful co-host here, Brian, Dr. Brianne Daniels, she brought this up as a topic. And I really loved it because, you know, we constantly are letting go, right? Especially during this time of COVID. And, you know, I think transitions into the new year can be letting go of some of the things that maybe even letting go of some habits you didn't want to carry into the new year, but I digress. Um, the reason <laughs> we're bringing letting, letting things go is because it sometimes can be painful, right? And we started a little bit of a discussion around feelings and how all of them are valid. And we have all shades of all the things, the positive and the negative emotions. And it is somewhat unfortunate for the negative to be called negative and have such a negative connotation because in reality, when we start thinking of them as bad and we want to push them away and, you know, we don't accept that some things just are painful and that can be okay. That's when suffering happens. And that's where we, it drags on the pain. It turns into suffering because you're years down the road from something you lost, quote unquote lost, but you haven't truly let it go. You haven't let it live in the past. And as much as you loved the thing that you lost, telling yourself that it should be any different than what it is, is where the suffering happens versus really honoring what it was, loving it, and then kind of gently letting it stay in the past and to transition really to the present, right? That is the transition. And constantly living in our past and wishing things were different is where suffering happens. Brie, how is this topic? How did this topic actually come to you? Maybe you can share with yes. us. Well, that's a that's a great question. Yeah. So I was throwing around ideas for what we would talk about. And I sort of came up with transitions as a as an umbrella. And then I was thinking through and I thought, you know what, letting go is something that um, that I've been dealing with through transitions, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, so came to my mind when, and I think I've maybe already mentioned this at least once on the podcast, but I'll, I'll just say it again. I had a miscarriage last year. And so I ended up, you know, doing a lot of coaching and doing a lot of therapy, which I'm actually, you know, continuing uh, as a, as a, as a, a pregnant person again. Um, and so there was a lot of processing the grief of the loss of the baby. And, you know, we use that terminology or phrase all the time and it's, you know, appropriate. It's, it's a loss. Um, but I also, through going through that grief processing, had a lot of time and put a lot of time into thinking about the processing of the pain and trying to understand the appropriate timing for me to let it go. And, you know, and we say, let it go. And, you know, it even reminds me of the frozen song, right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It's <laughs> a lot of talking about letting it go, you know, in my world right now. But, um, 
but taking it, you know, from that sort of lighter, <laughs> lighter conversation piece to, you know, really actually letting something go that we love or value, um, you know, that is, or it was for me, you know, it was harder <laughs> and it took a lot of coaching and thinking and, you know, talking with my therapist and coaches. So it came through uh, basically discussing processing pain. And so, you know, there's a lot of additional tips and, and, and kind of coaching techniques we could talk about more specifically, but, you know, one way to process pain is to, you know, acknowledge it um, and then give it the time and space it needs to be felt, um, which, you know, you kind of were mentioning a lot of times we call these things in our lives that are quote, negative emotions or pain, painful emotions. Um, you know, we have that negative connotation with it. And so yeah, even like they're bad, yeah, right. they're, they're bad. <laughs> um, even going through that process, even with coaches and therapists, right. It was, it was still hard to fully recognize that I was trying to push it away a bit or not experience it. Right? Like, I don't want to be in pain. <laughs> right. Um, and a lot of times, right. That is, that is where we're at. We're saying, I don't want to be in pain. So, you know, this isn't me saying we should all stay in pain necessarily. You don't need to stay in pain longer than appropriate. Um, but I had to, I had a realization that there was an appropriate time to spend kind of in the pain and grief. And then um, that also helped to sort of shine a light on when it was the right time to let go. And so anyway, that's how it kind of came up um, as I was just thinking through various transitions I have been going through. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really interesting the way you brought, you brought it up as like, when is it the right time to let it go? Um, and when I think about that, actually, I really think it's letting go of wanting things to be different. It's not that you're letting go of the thing you loved really, because the thing is already in our memory. It's already in our past. It's already kind of part of our journey. It's a part of our life. It's integrated into kind of the essence of, you know, where we, how we became who we are in this present moment, right? Had that thing never existed for us, we wouldn't be exactly who we are today, right? It becomes integrated into our lived experience and, and into the somehow, I don't know if there's, some sort of meshwork of who we are, it kind of all just <laughs> spins together into this beautiful, you know, web of things, but, but that's now part of it. So it's not really ever gone, right? It's what we're letting go is thinking it should be different. Exactly. And for me, that really brings up one of my most favorite books that it's been super pivotal. Like when I read it, it's a really short read, actually, it's a very thin book. But when I read it, my mind kept exploding and I was taking notes and I was yelling out to my husband, oh my God, you won't believe this. And then I, I had him sit, sit down with me, do exercises together. And it was hard and it was challenging and it was growth and it was messy. But um, just to let you know, that book, highly recommended, it. is called Loving What Is by Byron Katie. And you know that really comes down to that concept of letting go of thinking things should be different. Mm -hmm. Right. That is so key, right. To, 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 to truly letting go, I guess, you know, cause sometimes we can think we've let go, but we maybe totally haven't fully let go and yeah. that can hang around. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll bring up my personal, you know, painful slash, you know, 
lots of coaching needed in order to make this transition for me and kind of letting go of an identity I had as a um, bench scientist, as like a basic scientist in in research. And um, there was a lot wrapped up in that one. And it was kind of like, like I was talking about the meshwork and kind of us almost see it, the fabric of our lives, right? We hear that said a lot. It was like, it was the toughest fabric that had been constructed over layers and layers of personal statements, essays, grant proposals, you know, various mentors that I had made promises to. And every time I, I would reinforce the thought, the belief, it was another thread and fabric layered into this meshwork of my identity. So letting go was really peeling back those threads and those layers of fabric that I had intricately constructed. And it was, it was work and it was painful. And so I keep having to remind myself that it's actually not gone. Like all those experiences really still are with me. They are still who I, part of who I am and the way I see the world, um, but that it's just transformed into something different, but letting it go meant accepting the reality of what is, which is I no longer pipette. <laughs> I no longer write grants. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was, that was my personal letting it go. But once I think I fully did accept the reality and the new identity, it was really, um, it, it was just, to me, it was reassuring to know that it's not really gone, gone. It's just, it looks different. It's, it was still part of me. Yeah. And I love how you brought up that kind of visual of a meshwork, almost like, uh, you know, of a fabric of our lives, <laughs> um, you know, cause that I think is very appropriate to sort of discussing this type of thing, right. That we, we have a concept of who we are, um, and so kind of my example is like kind of more of a, an event, right? It, it was an event that occurred and it was still really painful, right? And they, it could, could be considered equally painful in different ways, but, but it's also well, it's in some ways. Of- yeah. But like, I was just thinking in some ways it was like your event was you're, you're already, you're like you're making a human being and it was not fully realized for right. me. I was making a research basic science career that was never fully realized. So it's sort of like also accepting that what we thought was going to happen never happened. Oh, I love that you're going there. Cause that's sort of where I was trying to go. Like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> sorry yeah. for the interruption. No, that's perfect. I'm glad you said it that way. Um, that because we're kind of spanning this, this concept of a past present and future. And so sometimes the pain is even wrapped up in what we think is coming um, either as a dream or right. Sometimes it's as, you know, anxiety about something we don't want to happen, either something we do or we don't want to happen. And so, um, you know, loving what is, is really, you know, again, I know this sounds maybe cliche, but staying in that present because that really is where our life is and it, it is being lived in the present. Um, and so when you start to really love what is you lose or you let go of, I guess a better way to put it. <laughs> um, the pain that might be uh, caught up in the past or the future. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, at the end of the day, as we always say, this is the only place you have any control. We have no control of what happened in the past and we have no idea what's going to happen in the future. And uh, we sometimes don't catch ourselves, but we, if we're like just living in our past or just living in our future, we can almost 
disregard the present and not take care of who we are today. Yeah. I mean, I think that's in a whole nother podcast, future focus, past focused, all those things. I love it. Okay. Well, yeah. So I think as far as take-home messages for all of you, my first t- my first tip for you is to pick up this book, letting uh, sorry, um, loving what is by Byron Katie, and and then of course um, just taking a look at you know if there's something that's kind of been in your life for a really long time in terms of suffering and pain that has maybe never been resolved. Uh, first of all, it's worth doing because I think on the other side of that is, you know, creating more, creating different, creating, like thinking, it's almost funny thinking about the loss that you have by, by getting, being stuck in the past and being stuck in the grief, you're actually losing the things that you could be creating being fully present, right? So you're almost creating more loss, right? And when we think about the thought model, like that's exactly what you're creating. You're like, I lost this thing. I lost this thing. The result is you're losing more things. Mm-hmm. The tip, I guess I wanted to add is maybe it's sort of a, it's just sort of a practical thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's a tip. It's not necessarily a coaching tip, but um, there is sort of a Buddhist concept of um, letting go of things. And so I picked up for my daughter, uh, like a little, it's like an art board and it basically has a paintbrush and a little place for water. Mm-hmm. And then you're basically just supposed to paint with water, which I kids do all the time on sidewalks. So it's kind of basically that same concept, but in a little like thing you could take on a plane. And, um, anyway, she was playing with it. And then I finally read like the packet <laughs> package insert and it, you know, basically said, Oh, this is actually useful for kids, but also for adults in the practice of, drawing something, appreciating it in that moment and watching it evaporate essentially and letting go of it. So I have been sort of trying to employ that concept more in my life. And when I get a chance, I, I pick up her little paintbrush and I I do my own little pictures. And I know that that's, you know, it's just a practical thing that, you know, you could try in addition to self-coaching and coaching with other people. I love it. No, it's super fun. I think like in general, when we talk about, um, you know, adult coloring books, that kind of also comes to mind Yeah, of just kind of (laughs) having a little fun with it. And also I love that philosophy of thinking about, you know, creating something just for the sake of creation and not because you have to hang on to it. Um, I may have a a tiny problem with hanging on to things. (laughs) As do I. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, ladies, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. You know, letting go can be very challenging. It's painful. It's not supposed to be, you know, happy all the time. All the emotions are welcome to the table. Mm -hmm. And uh, we hope we wish you well. And if you have anything in particular that you are having trouble letting go of, and, you know, by by really getting stuck in there, you're actually not creating, you're not living in your present and you're not honoring what actually is today, then reach out to us. You know how to find us in the show notes and we'd love to get on a call with you and see if we can help. All right, ladies, till next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to apply some of these principles to your own life, we are here to help. Get started by following the link in the show notes to download our step-by-step video guided workshop to reclaim your time.